Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Oh, 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 oh,
grace of God that brings salvation. Oh, yeah. How now I be to every man. your hands for Arise Choir. They are going to come out with their debut album titled Arise. Clap your hands for them again. And uh, it is a blessing to be in church. Amen. And uh, I well, my, my desire is to build something very, very powerful in shine service through Arise Chapel. And so I'm even believing God that we will have film stars here. Yeah. Who will rise up and build. Something beautiful in the shine service. Because certain things are being prepared now by the grace of God. Well, I also want to say, you see, um, how many of you are Basenta leaders? You are a Basenta leader. Can I see your hand? 
birth center leader. A lot of us. Can I see your hand well? Yes, a lot of us here. Now, I will advise you to improve upon your leadership skills by carrying your members to the service. Carrying. If you are able to do that, you would have improved on your leadership skills. Amen. I am aware that we have Basenta services on Thursday. But I tell you, I think I said it in the service, either his presence or shine. When I got born again, the church I attended, we had two services. There was a Tuesday service and a Thursday service before Sunday service. And Monday, we who were in the, um, I always forget the name of the school, but just a follow up, we, we called it something. Yeah, I've forgotten the name. I, I have to ask Bishop Sam. You know, and uh, we went to church on Monday. You know, because one thing I will tell you is that the world is now testing the word of God. The evil that is in the world that is growing and increasing is increasingly making the word of God relevant. Now, one scripture that is very relevant is 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 15. And that is Paul's admonition to Timothy. You see, and in that scripture, he tells him to give himself holy. He said, give thyself holy to them. He told him many things. Time will not allow me to go from verse 1. To look at the things he told him. The things he shared with him. But in verse 15, he told him to meditate on the things. And to give himself completely. You see, the world has become so evil that anyone who is a part-time Christian will be found out. The world is now, you see, evil has become so Great that everybody is being forced to take sides. And those who are with God must give themselves fully. Fully. I want to tell you that those of you with converts on your hands, anyone here who has a new convert, a new Christian on his or her hands, my advice to you is that Make sure that that convert doesn't have time on his or her hands. Make sure that that person is busy, engaged. Anybody who has time on his hands 
is bound for destruction. You must not have time. I'm telling you. That is why we must squeeze good things into our lives. So it's good that you are in school. It's good that you are a worker. In the evening, come to church. Come to church. Twice, three times. You go home, you are tired. Sleep a little, wake up and study. All this will build certain virtues in you. Amen. Amen. The point I am making is that those of you with new converts on your hands, don't be afraid of bringing them to church on Tuesdays and also taking them for your basenta service on Thursdays and bringing them to church on Sunday. If you had another service, take them. It's not too much. It's not too much. It's not too much. Ideally, just Tuesday evening, every evening, a rise service should be the, the, the latest service for shepherds and their members. Not a church service, as it were, a cathedral church, but a place where shepherds take their members during the week for a teaching and for fellowship. Because the journey to church and the journey back home is also a time for fellowship. Where you are with your sheep, you stop, you buy some kelewele or you buy some wache or you are chatting. I mean, it's something. Something. Some, 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 some fellowship. Do you see? I mean, you would want to be with your members. Don't leave them to be on their own. Don't leave your members. So I'm just saying that Arise has come to stay. And improve your leadership skills by bringing your members. The more members you can bring, the more effective you will be as a leader. Because as a shepherd, as a leader, one of the things you need to exercise is authority over your members. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me. Authority. You know? So, it's good that you are here. And I applaud you. It's good. It's good that you are here. But you can do even better. By organizing your members to come for the service. And we try to make sure we close by 9.30. We've closed. Yes. By 9.30 we've closed. You know. So, today I want to share, continue. I mean, I, I want to continue to share with you on how you can become a greater light. How you can become a greater light. And uh, I want us to bow our heads and share a word of prayer. Father, 
We thank you for this beautiful privilege to be in your house. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the fellowship. Thank you for the blessing. Let your word come straight into our hearts. And let's enjoy your presence in a beautiful way. In Jesus' name, amen. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 16, the Bible says that, and I read, and God made two great lights. The greater light to rule in the day. And the lesser light to rule in the night. And he made the stars also. Now, a shepherd can be either a lesser light or a greater light. And the same God who made the lesser light also made the greater light. Now, I wouldn't want to be a lesser light if I have an opportunity to be a greater light. There are some people, you see, God made lesser lights. So, there are some people who are okay with being lesser lights. So, they are those God will work on to be lesser lights. Where you want to be is where you will be. Uh But for some of us, we believe that the greater our light, the greater our authority over evil. And I want to tell you that the ministry God has given us is for our personal lives and not necessarily to change the world. Yeah. We must have mastery. He said, and this is the victory that we have over the world, even our faith. So we need victory. I need, there are things that are arranged to destroy me or diminish my destiny or make me a certain type of person. I need victory. And evil has become so great that if your light is less, you will be overwhelmed. Yes. And I am praying that you will be a big light in your area. A big light in your family. A big light in your constituency. A big light in your chapel. A big light in your area. May God give you a great light, greater light that shines. Now, that light, remember, if you go back to verse 16, it says, he made, God made, so lights are made, they are manufactured, lights are made. So I want to show you how you can be made into a great light. Thank you, Jesus. Are are you here? Are you here? Are you here? Yes. Good. 
Now, how many of you want to become a greater light? Yes. You see, the ministry, if you take this church, for instance, the church is full of, I won't even say lesser lights, small lights. <laughs> Miniature lights. There are some insects that have that fireflies. <laughs> some of you are fireflies. Yeah. Yes. Dumsorical. Yeah. Most of the lights in the church are very, very small lights. But I believe, you see, the greater your light, the more attractive you are, the more noticeable you are. Which even can lead to your prosperity. That's right. Yes. Yes. Nobody has prospered on a salary. Anybody I have known who has earned large amounts of money has done nothing with the money. There's a type of prosperity God will bring into your life. By making you, first of all, great and noticeable. <laughs> and the reason why I wouldn't want to be a lesser light is that a lesser light does not conform to God's word about me. Because in Matthew chapter 5, he said, you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. And you must be a great light to be a light of the world. So today, I want to show you, number one, obedience will make you a greater light. I think I taught that the last time. Yes. If you want to be a greater light, obedience, Exodus 19 verse 5. Now, therefore, if ye will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people. Say, above all. Above all means you are greater, you are big. Now, for all the earth is mine. Now, for you to be a valuable treasure above all people, you need to have a quality called obedience. Disobedient people don't become great. Anybody who wants to be great in the ministry, and many of you have just begun, I tell you, don't start the ministry with disobedience. I think I told you the last time that it's not easy to know what to do. I tell you. It is not as small. That is why one of the gifts God gave the body of Christ is the gift of a teacher. And the Holy Spirit himself is a teacher. The Bible says that he shall teach. The very presence of a teacher means that 
without a teacher, you won't even know what to do. So when somebody gives an instruction, like I've said, that try and bring your members as a Basenta leader to the service. Somebody will just wave it away. But somebody will also, will also take it and say, you know something, I am going to obey. You see, I want to ask you eh, to live your life obeying things. You will be very great. Because you see, once you obey an instruction, you are not different from the great person giving that instruction. Any instruction, anyone whose instruction you obey, the Bible says that the one you obey is is your master. When you obey God's instruction, you are approximate. You see, you, even your wisdom is coming closer to God's wisdom. If I, because if I were in your place, I won't come and sit here alone with my members. Which means that this is how I have lived my life. And that is how I have come to stand here. So it will help you to also learn that even to have the idea to attend the service with your members, it's not a small idea. It's not a small idea. It's not a small thing to know what to do. Like in John chapter 6, when Jesus was faced with the task of feeding 5,000, the disciple Philip and Andrew, they didn't know what to do. But in John chapter 6 verse 6, he said, for he himself knew what he would do. So, so I'm just saying that, please listen, you do not have any idea what it takes to come by an instruction. And many people are not great only because they, they don't obey instructions. This he said to prove him. But he knew what to do. What to do. So, so you may see Jesus lifting up the five loaves, giving thanks, but he was obeying an instruction. If Jesus had told them to do the same thing, they would have had the same results. So I want you today, listen to me very carefully, have a mind and an attitude that you will be obedient. I tell you, obey the voice of God. Obey your convictions. Obey instructions. Just, just have, have the joy of doing something because you've been told to do it. It is one of, you see, a greater light is a great influence. The lights in this room are a very, very great influence. Without them, life here in this room will be very different. So if you want to be a greater light, it means that you are trying to be a great influence. Now, anybody who wants to influence people must allow himself to be influenced. Wow. 
It is the influence you come under that gives you power to influence others. You should see how I preach. You should just come to church one Sunday and watch me preaching. You ask, ah, but where does this man get his authority from? I speak with strength. Why? Because I myself, I am under authority. As the centurion said, look at it there. Matthew 8. Verse 9. Listen, I'm, I'm, this is a short teaching and we are closing. The centurion answered and said, Lord, Matthew 8 and verse 9. I am not worthy that you should come under my roof. Verse 8. But speak the word and my servant shall be healed. Verse 9. For I am a man under authority. Having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go. Go. Does he go? And he goeth. And to another, come. <laughs> Does he come? He comes? Yes. And to my servant, do this. Does he do it? He does it. That is it. You may not know, but the life of a pastor or a shepherd or a leader is summarized in these three words go, come, do give to you a pastor it is go, come, do you, you, you think about it from Sunday or Saturday or Friday what has been your relationship with your member you have either used go, come or do How did we gather here? We met as I said, come and you've come. So you two, your, your, your role as a pastor, as a basenta leader, I'm talking about greatness. Oh. Your greatness is in your ability to say to people, go, and then they must go. They have to go. Then tomorrow, Wednesday, you call two of your fellowship leaders. Come to my house. Will they come? Yeah. Now, so, 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 go, come, and do. Many of us are not able to apply these words to our members. Do you know why? Because you need authority to say go or come or do. That authority you need doesn't come from Kivas. It, it doesn't come from Legon. It, it comes from your ability to also obey somebody above you. I am a man under somebody's authority. So obedience like, like obe- when I obey my convener or I obey 
my founder or my pastor. What I don't know is that I am actually gathering power to also tell people to go, come, and do. And that, you see, your influence you will exercise over your members will be to tell them to do. Let's say, for want of a better, do your quiet time. Do prayer. Sunday we are doing church. Come to church. Go for outreach. Is that not what you are doing as a pastor? All your English words are these three. Go, come, and do. So when you are not obedient, you see, once you are disobedient, you cut off your authority. And all you have left is your title, reverend, or pastor, or bishop. Anybody who is wise will find someone to be under. Will find someone, a legitimate authority for that matter, to obey. So when you are a leader, we are all fasting tomorrow, you won't fast. We are all going for the all night. You won't go. We are doing outreach. What you may not know is that you are actually emasculating yourself. You are emasculating. Your masculinity is being taken from you. Then you are like a castrated dog. Big without any power. Big title, but there's no power. You can't even keep a soul, but you are called reverend. That is why obedience makes you into a greater light. The level to which you obey is the same level to which you will exercise authority. Number two, we are closing. Humility will make you a greater light. Matthew 23, verse number 12. What does it say? Matthew 23, verse number 12. And whosoever shall exalt himself, humility will make you a what? A greater light. Makatula Baba. Whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. And he that shall humble himself shall be exalted. So to be exalted is to be made a greater light. Exalt, lift, high, big, great, visible, prominent. And how do you become high, great, big, powerful? How? By making yourself small. In Matthew 18 verse 4. Matthew 18 verse 4. The Bible says, whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same, the same, not his cousin. Look, look, I can never humble myself for you to be great. The one who humbles himself is the one who is great. That is why the Bible says that two shall be lying on the same bed. And one shall be taken away. Because a lot of things can never be done for your friend. I can never eat for you. I can never read for you. The one 
who humbles himself the same that same person is the greatest so your greatness is in your ability to humble yourself turn your bibles to matthew the same 18 let's go to verse number 3 and verse 3 and he said verily I say unto you and I'm now teaching except ye be converted Anita are you here or you are thinking about your father except ye be converted that's a very big one and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Now, the ministry, we say, say greater light. Greater light. Yeah. The ministry we have, we are doing, is like a mansion with different rooms. Today you are a fellowship leader. It's a room. In fact, a title is a room. So when Elijah was complaining that he was the only one left, God told him to go and anoint Elisha to be a prophet in his room. So you see that he's called a prophet. Prophet Isaiah, Prophet Michael, it is his room. So a title is a room. Fellowship leader is a room. Basenta leader is a room. <laughs> Center leader is a room. Constituency overseer is a room. Pastor is a room. Bishop, reverend, any title, anyone, if I give you a title right now, it means that I have created an office or a room. Now, that's the kingdom of God. For you to move from fellowship leader to basenta leader, you must go through a door because basenta leader is in a different room. My work as a convener of a denomination is different from even a bishop in the same denomination. We are different. We are operating in different... There are some things I hear that someone cannot hear. A constituency overseer is in a separate room from a basenta leader. Now, how does a fellowship leader enter the next room, which is what? Basenta. How, how? Who do you pay the money to? Is it Bishop Kobe or Reverend Lester? How do you? How does a pastor move to, to Reverend? Who do you pay money to? You move from pastor. I'm not talking about titles you have been given. 
spiritually you are you are revered as a reverend to move from pastor to reverend it's like moving from one smaller room to a bigger room and you go through a door a door mommy a basenta leader with seven members to move to become a basenta leader with 21 members there are two different people a basenta leader with seven members is different from a basenta leader who gathers 20 members in his service now to move from seven to 20 you must go through a door you, you, you must enter a door. You enter. To oversee one basenta is different from overseeing five basentas. <laughs> there are two different people. <laughs> like, like a mother of one child is different from a mother of four children. Two are bad boys. I mean, they, they, they are two different type of parents. <laughs> yeah. Now, in the kingdom, we move from one level to another through a door. Now, the doors we use in the kingdom are not these tall doors. The doors we use in the kingdom are very short, about two feet. The normal door in the house will be about six feet something. Six something. I think so. Six, two, six, three. Is there a carpenter here? Seven, seven feet. Okay, that's a normal door. God bless you. That's not the type of door we use in the kingdom. In the kingdom, the door that takes you from one room to a bigger room is a very small short door so to enter it you must humble yourself otherwise you will not enter that's why many of you are standing in front of doors that you can't enter you are seeing the next room you are with a friend. That person has got 30 members in his basenta. And you have got only 7. And you still can't get 30. Because the door that takes you to 30. Is a small door. And you are too big. So many. Are unable. To become great. Because you see. To be great. Do you want to know how to be great? Jesus said, what do you have that you did not receive? So, to be great, to be a greater light, you should have received some anointings. You should have received a teaching, a way of doing things, 
a wisdom key. An attitude. You are who you are because of your attitude, your mind, and so on. You, you, you only need a change of wisdom to become a great person. Now, to receive, to receive, Turn to James. First Corinthians four, verse seven. First Corinthians four, verse seven. For who maketh thee? To differ. Are you aware that a lesser light is different from a greater light? Hello? A greater light is different. Okay. So you are a greater light. I am a lesser light. So you are different from me. Now what Paul is saying is that Anything that makes you different from your friend was received. You don't seem to understand what I'm saying. You know more maths than your neighbor. That maths, that extra maths, you know, was received. You are more beautiful than this girl. Whatever makes you more beautiful was received. So, to be a greater light, you must receive. Say, receive. So the big word tonight is receive. If you don't receive something, look, you will not believe the kind of knowledge I have received. Just just being with our prophet for many years. I've received. So Reverend Lester may not have what I have. Not because I'm special. Or I was raised in Bolgatanga and he was raised in Accra, so I'm greater. No. The reason why I know a lot of things is that I received. I'm trying to teach you something. Who makes you to differ from another person? And what do you have? What kind of light do you have that you didn't receive? You are a good husband compared to this man. Whatever knowledge you have that makes you a good husband, you received it. (laughs) 
And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? I will leave the second half as your homework. That's his homework. Go and do your homework and bring the, bring the, bring the, um, what? The answers for me to mark. Say receive. Receive. I can't hear you. Receive. So if you want to be great, you have to receive something. A great singer, a great preacher, a great dancer, a great teacher, a great pastor, a great wife, a great businessman, a great businesswoman, a great keyboardist. Ah, but the keyboard is there. All the, all the octaves are there. How is it possible that somebody sits there and makes meaningful sound and another person goes to sit there and doesn't know what to pray because one has received something that the other has not received. I'm teaching you how to be a greater light. Now, now, once the word, if you don't sit down, I can't teach because I get dizzy when I see you standing. Once the word, the English word receive comes into the picture, it means that you must have a certain attitude in relation to the one you are receiving from. We are both married. I want to be a better husband than this one. What I need to be a better husband, he will give it to me. He is the master of marriage. He has something to give us. The more I can receive from him, the greater I will be compared to him. Now, that is where humility comes. Can I have a bottle of water? Can I have a cup? No, give me this cup. Open it for me. This cup wants to be great. To be great, it has to receive water from this bottle. What must this cup's attitude be in relation to this bottle? It must be lower. So as I am pouring... And he brings the water up, the bottle up. I am pouring. But it's not entering because the cup is too proud. It's too high. Many of you sitting here, things are being poured into you. 
by your arrogance. Yes. You are and it is in the soul. It's in the soul. I can open my phone and show you text messages from bishops, pastors, missionaries who are receiving for me to build big things all over the world. You are here. We are yet to know the first soul you have established who is now a shepherd. Meanwhile, you have been doing soul winning for the past five years. We are yet to know the first soul you have won who has stayed and become a shepherd. I am pouring. I am pouring things. I'm pouring things. But your posture in relation to me is a posture of bigness and pride and arrogance. So, as I am pouring, you are up. But the day you bring it down, everything will enter you. You have no idea what you can carry as you stand there. Don't move. Don't, don't go anywhere. I'm here. Don't worry. I'm okay. I'm saying that you have no idea if you were to be humble, and I mean you, if you were to be humble, you would, you, you would, you wouldn't believe the amount. Take your phone and look at the even the messages I have posted on, that's just one, just choose one page I am on with you. But when you read, oh, some of you even, once you see that the, the message came from me, oh, then you are well noted. Kwasi and Penny. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you see that you will be in the church. I give you 10 more years. You will never amount to much. You see that children will rise up. Then you become a critic. Gathering people around you. And now criticizing the young pastor. Or the bishop. Or the one who is working. Because you have not given yourself to receiving. Receiving is what makes us great. Receiving is what makes us great. Receiving is what makes us great. Receiving 1 Corinthians 4 7. Receiving without receiving, you can be great. An idea, a thought, an attitude, a blessing, a way. Receiving. So always we humble ourselves in relation to the people we perceive. Some of you have humbled yourself to evil spirits. Yes. You have humbled yourself to even pastors in this church with evil spirits who minister poison to you. Yes. Who minister rebellion. 
who minister indifferent and they have held you. You've joined a group. A group that has submitted itself to a demon-possessed pastor or lady pastor or lady reverend. Yes. Another spirit. And you are constantly you can't even free yourself. One day I saw a young man and I praised God in my heart. I said, this guy has freed himself from this group. He has freed himself from this group. Instead of looking for the right things to receive from, you join evil groups and receive counsel, criticisms, ideas, useless demonic ideas. Look at you. I I don't have some, some people as my friends. You will see me talking to somebody closely, but I have a mind about that person. You will never know what is in my head. Once a while, if you are very discerning, you can string some beats and get my mind. But you'll never know. I could open my phone. Is it America? Is it Africa? Is it South Africa? Is it Zimbabwe? Is it Zambia? Is it England? Where? Is it China? Is it India? ACM. The, the one who does the ACM is up there. So you can go and ask her. Indians who join ACM. You are here. You will not even join to pray. Because as far as I am concerned, you are a big person. But when you meet some people, you are humble. Oh, everybody has humility in him. Everybody has humility. You will by all means humble yourself to a certain influence. You will. But what influence is are you humbling yourself to? That is what you have to discuss. That is why people are not great. Not because there is no influence around. Not because there's no wisdom. Not because there's not, no knowledge of what to do. It's there. But you will not humble yourself. One pastor would have been a bishop. And today we can't find him. Yeah. He was going to be consecrated. He said he will not be consecrated. Not knowing that there was an evil in him. Time, time, time. It's one of the most powerful weapons. Just allow time. Watch what's going on. Just watch. Can you imagine bishop says that he wants to consecrate me? And I'll say, I, I, I won't. And today we can find him. Literally cannot find him. And Paul said, You humble yourself even to worldly authorities. 
how much more should you not be in subjection to the father of lights and live and live number three sit down we are closing excellence will make you a greater light excellence in all you do Daniel 6 and verse 3 Daniel 6 and verse 3. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes. Look, let me tell you, young man, you guys are, are, you are the ones my heart is flowing towards. So I can give you advice. Remove yourself from anybody with any suspicious, you know, anybody. And you see, you yourself, your spirit should be very alive. If your spirit is dead, you will be carried into a dead zone. You must have a living spirit to say, no, this person, these comments are some way, some way. Everybody say some way. Some yes. Way. If you don't use that phrase some way, it means you yourself, you are some way. You should be able to pick people whose comments are some way, whose behavior is some way, whose attitude is some way. You should even be able to tell someone that the way you are sitting in the meeting is some way. That the way we are all laughing and you are not laughing is some way. I shouldn't preach, eh? Should I stop? This Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes. Ten more minutes. Because, because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. We will never let you sit over anything big in this church till we see that your spirit is excellent. Once we find you some way, we will, we, we will, we will, we will sequester you. You see, we will not sack you. But we, we won't give you too many things to influence. Never. 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 We will never have too many things to influence. So the king sought to set him over the whole realm. The whole realm. You must have a spirit that is excellent and love excellent things. I was talking to a brother this evening. I told him that this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, I don't want to see you in this church. Go to First Love and sit there. Don't come here. So don't come to this church. Don't come here. I don't want to see you here. Go and sit there and 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 breathe in a certain environment. When you come back, nobody will tell you to notice things that are wrong. Many of you have not exposed yourself to excellent things. That's how we travel. That's how we travel. Where you sleep, if we come there, it's like you are like a madman or like a mad woman. I'm, I, I, I'm not using the words lightly. I'm not just talking because I'm, I'm just using the word. I'm saying that where you sleep, if we come there right now, we all take four buses to come to your bedroom. You will appear to be like a mad woman in town. Rubbish is 
normal to you. Filth is okay. Shabbiness. You can sit in a basenta service and, and have a service. When somebody is cooking Nyadua and Jene just to your left and you are comfortable. But an excellent spirit will say, no, 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 no. If we have to dissolve this meeting today, let's, let's end the meeting. Let's, let's give our offering. Let's pray. And all of us, we are going round. One hour, we are calling ourselves back. We are going to find a better place. Even if it's under a tree, we will put a light bulb there and have a service. Excellence. What is excellence? Miriam Webster says excellence is extremely good and outstanding. Extremely good. Extremely good. There is no visitor we've had in this church who has not com- made a comment about the, the excellence here. And I said, you've not even seen the end of it. It's money we are waiting for to do something. You watch. I'm not in. I, 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 there's no space in me. I called Bright on Sunday. I said, Can you see the subwoofers? Can you see the foam that is coming off? Can you see it? Change it. Change it. I want to encourage you to step out of your world. The world is, not, is bigger than your world. Step out of your world. Even your own house. Leave your house and go and spend a night with Abner's, in Abner's house. You will see something you don't have. She also must come to your house. She will also see something she doesn't have. That's why we travel. I just came from Korea. I mean, the pictures I have taken. Pictures. Excellence. Excellence alone will make you... Uh, uh, you see... <laughs> Like somebody can sit in a service, a bogus choir is singing, and he doesn't even know the difference between good music and bad music because you have no see tell your neighbor, expose yourself to excellent things. So Paul told the Philippians, whatever is excellent, think on these things. That is, imbibe them, set your mind on things which are excellent. Your office, you may not have air conditioning, but just make the place neat. You are too dirty. Look at your panties. It's getting critical. It's getting critical. We all came from villages. I can tell you. I can show you. Come to this place called Kojokrom before Sekendi. Uh, Western Ridge, that's where I grew up. We are, we've all been brought up in, in, in villages. Our toilet wasn't, we were not flashing the toilet, it was a wooden box. We all were, yes, that's how, that's how I grew up. Nobody was born in Washington this year, we came. But as we grow, we learn to learn. We learn to see nicer things. A nicer way of doing the same video. A nicer way of doing the sound. A nicer way of preaching. A nicer way of doing the excellence will make you great. Number four. Righteousness will make you a greater light. Hebrews 1 and verse 9. 
Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. I speak a blessing over anyone sitting in this room and who is sitting here because of the message I preached on Sunday or Saturday. I neutralize a curse over your life. May a blessing locate you. As you have listened to the word of God and that word has influenced you. May more of God enter you. May more of God's mind enter you. Because you have shown yourself that you are capable of change. Therefore, today, I bless you with sensitivity to the voice of God. I bless you with the capacity to discern, to see, to perceive. Receive it now. That's a blessing I'm giving you now. In Jesus' name. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness. You see, once again, above. Above. Greater light. Greater light. A greater light. A shepherd becomes a greater light when he loves righteousness. One of the commonest neutralizers is sin. Sin. In, over the past two years, this is 2022, 2021, 2020, from 2020 to 2021 to 2022, I have not met even one pastor who has risen up to fight his head who didn't have secret sins that were found out that this girl will come up and say he attempted to sleep with me here he was with me in this office he did this he, he, did this. he took this money from me he has taken this money from me. He has done this. He said, this, 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 this person, as his, this is his wife. He's got two other women in his life, but nobody knows about it. The one who knows also doesn't speak. And those who know also don't speak. And we are all watching the movie together till we come to the end. Not one. Not one. Not one. Not one. I've not, I said 2020, especially. 21. I have never, I've, I'm yet to meet anyone. You see, once a person falls, the next thing he becomes is a critic. And a rebel. Nobody who is alive and kicking can become a rebel. You'll be offended. You'll be annoyed. You'll be angry. You'll feel angry. You'll be bored. You'll be angry. You'll be angry and anger angry. But you are firm. And listen to me, anybody you know who has stretched a finger towards a father figure to pass a negative comment about the person, I'm telling you that that person is living in unrighteousness. Oh, that we, it's not everything we, we know that we even say. When you meet pastors who used to be very vibrant, and now have got a type of a calm, attenuated disposition. Invariably, there is a sin crouching around somewhere. 
be here listening to unbeliever music, watching pornography, and expect to rise in anointings. Haba. Which anointing? It's the Holy Spirit who anoints us. And his name should even teach you something. His name is what? The Holy Spirit. Think about it. You've got a girl somewhere. You suck her breast once a while. You finger her once a while. You are, you are doing this and you are doing that. And you finish, you come around and you lead prayer. Aya, aya, aya. Is this a matter? I'm telling you that righteousness exalts. Sin is a reproach. Better have a clear stand towards sin. If you are here. If you are here, fortune, if you are here, if you want to be here, because sin will come to me, will come to you. Whether you are a sinner or you are a saint, you will be tempted. Something will come to you. But I, I want you to understand that you cannot lie on the same bed with sin and be used in this room. You cannot. You will always have a restraining order on your powers. Your energy will be constrained. Your zeal will be pitted down. Pitted down zeal. Anybody you know who once was and is now not, there's some sin somewhere. He has gone to touch something he shouldn't touch. And then, then they rather turn around to fight righteous men. You will never meet a righteous man fighting a righteous man. That's never happened. Never. It will never happen. So those of you thinking that you can be with your, your, your boss at work, he's, he's, he's sexing you once a while and you are there, you are working, then you come and be an airport star. And you are in the system. I'm telling you that you will hold the bag, sir. You will never rise above the bag. Sin will dim your lights. Haba. Think we are fooling here? No, 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 no. Better rise up and arrange yourself to fight. Yes. And I say fight because it will come to you. I'm telling you. Yours may not be girls. Yours may not be boys. Yours may not be alcohol. Yours may not be Indian hemp. But something, even a temptation to pass a comment, it's a sin. Number five. Rejoicing in salvation will make you a greater light. Rejoicing in salvation. Will make you a greater light. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 1. And we are ending. First Samuel 2, verse 1. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoiceth in the Lord. Mine horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over mine enemies. Because, because, because. I rejoice in thy salvation. Anyone 
who wants to be a greater light must be excited about salvation. And the evidence of your excitement is that you are into salvation. And the, what you can handle is to see that somebody is saved. Once you see that, it's like the thing that attracts you, it's a new convert. A new convert draws you. You look for that person and establish the person because you like salvation. If you don't rejoice in salvation, you will never leave your 99 sheep to go and look for the lost sheep. So the one who rejoices in salvation is always one sheep greater than the one who doesn't rejoice in salvation. And greatness in ministry is also measured by the number of sheep you oversee. Oh yes. That's why in Christ's case, multitudes were used to describe the people who followed him. Your capacity to gather 1,000 people in one room. I was in a meeting, somebody was saying that oh, somebody uh, is not able to retain his members. And so, and I said, look, the fact that this guy can gather 20 people in a room makes him a great person. Even if he lost all last week. If, if he, the more people he loses, the greater he is even because he can gather people. That's why in the Bible, we had captain of 50, captain of 100, captain of 1,000, captain of 10,000. Numbers are important. If you are not somebody who loves souls and souls saved, you can't be great. Why can't you be great? Because your sheep will leave you. They will go on trek. They will be offended. They will marry. As I saw one of my sheep I had in Adenta, a guy was a great guy who were doing, was doing something in the church. I don't want to mention what he was doing. He was going to marry a, a Hajia. He's a guy. He's married a Muslim woman. So I don't know whether he will be an allergy later or not. I don't know. But it's, it's over. Be very careful. Don't, don't play around with spirituality and salvation. Everybody here, you, you, you must be worried. If after one month is the same faces you see in your Basenta meeting and no new face has come to add, no black face, no brown face, no wine face, no red face, no copper color, it's like the same people. It shows that you don't rejoice in salvation. That's why in this church, we don't just win souls. We will take you on. We will take you on about how you manage the soul. Oh yes. We will take you on. That's the best. I, I don't want to make any other comments outside this. It will be frivolous. It's enough. We will take you on and remove you from our midst. Here, yeah? we, we are. Why am I teaching you this? I'm teaching you so you become a greater light. And no greater light exists who does not have an interest in souls saved and souls established. 
and souls added. 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 That there is growth because souls are being added. Anybody who has a very, a, a very uh, uh, lackadaisical, nonchalant, uh, a very uh, uh, loose disposition towards souls. Oh, anything, anyone you can get. Just don't worry what you do. Just bring them. Up. Hey, when you win a soul, you won a problem. Yes. When you win a soul, you've won a problem. You have a problem to establish the person, teach the person. Before baptism, when the person is being baptized, the person should stand and say the things he used to do. That he has stopped. And today I want to be baptized as a sign that I am born again. You don't just gather ragamuffins and put them in bathtubs. He's teaching you these things. Finally, looking to God for promotion <laughs> will make you a greater light. Psalm 75, verse 6. <laughs> looking to God. I love this point. That's my best. <laughs> Psalm 75, verse 6. For promotion cometh. Neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. Verse 7. Next verse. But God is the judge. (laughs) That is, he decides. A judge takes a decision. Whether you should spend two nights behind bars or two years. That's a judge. God is the judge. He decides who should be brought down and who should be lifted up. My dear friends, you see how we are in church? You see me, I see you. You must rise above it. Yes, mommy. You must rise above. You see me, I see. If this becomes how you live your life, you won't go far. Always see God beyond the crowd. So, if your spirituality is, I see you, you see me. It means you sing gospel songs when we see you. When you are alone, you are into something else. You live pure when we see. You see, anybody who looks to God always experiences promotion because it is only those who enter their closet and locks the door and relates with God. They are the ones whose greatness is made plain for the world to see. Who do things in secret. I preach a series years ago the title of the series is what are you hiding everybody must have something he's hiding go to my podcast either it's my flaming fire podcast or this podcast flaming fire podcast is different from the regular podcast you see a series what are you hiding 
Listen to it. Because your spirituality, like as we are here, do you know if I've prayed, I've read my Bible, I've whatever. You, you know. So if I read my Bible only when I see you, how long will I see you? And when I don't see you, I'm into pornography. Then I'm done. Some of you live well. You, 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 you compose yourself when you are in the midst of the congregation. On your own, you have a boy. You have a beloved. We all know you are, be- you are beloved, but you are having sex. You are sexing all the time. But when you see us, you, you compose yourself, you are smiling and so on. No. You see, you are, you are an actor or an actress. And hypocrites don't go far with God. Your spirituality must go beyond a man. Never let your spirituality end with a man. Like, you pray only when we are having a prayer meeting. You fast only when we are having a fasting retreat. It's like your spirituality is always public. There's no private piety. Only public piety. No. No. How, see, the problem with that lifestyle is that how often do you meet each other? If you behave well only when you see me, fine. I wish you would see me 20 hours a day. How often will you see me? So if, if, if you, 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 you behave well only when you see me, then, 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 then you, are, you are an unbeliever. That's why to be a greater light, you must look to God, not the bishop. Not the bishop. Not the pastor. Look to God. Relate with God. Pray to God. Talk to God. Walk with God. Walk with him. On your own, alone, in a room with a girl who has removed their clothes. Tell her, I can't have sex with you. It cannot happen. Yes, you go out screaming that I removed her clothes. It's okay. But God, God knows that I didn't sleep with you. That's all. Can you stand to your feet? What is point number one? To be a greater life. Number one? Obedience. Obedience. What's the sentence? Obedience will make you a greater light. Obedience. Number two. Humility will make you a greater light. Yes. Always. Humility will make you a greater light. Number three. Excellence will make you a greater light. Excellence will make you a greater light. Excellence. Excellence. Have an excellent spirit. Don't be happy with rubbish. Don't be happy with nonsense. Number four. Righteousness. Make you a greater light. Sin will bring you down. You will ne- Even the little light you have will dim. You are fornicating. How can you preach against fornication? Every day your messages are about tights. Number five. Rejoicing in salvation will make you a greater light. And number six, looking to God for promotion will make you 
Let's start again, number one. Let's all read together. One, go. Number one, go. Number two. Number three. Number four. Number five. Number six. Bishop Kobe. that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University or UB Accra this and every weekend at 7.30pm on Saturdays as well as 7.30am and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo on Facebook Live Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.